0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Man! Good afternoon to all of our amazing listeners. The Octagon boys have been red hot. Not looking to slow down here anytime soon. This week we have UFC Fight Night, Vera versus Cruz with some very interesting fights. A lot of good spots to capitalize on betting-wise, so let's do it. We also have some exciting news cooked up for our Steady Picks community that we will have for you guys later. We will announce that later in the podcast. Before we begin, we've had some breaking news. Uriah Hall has announced his retirement. Wish him a great life now that he has ridden in the sunset. But without further ado, Ali, let's get the show started.
1: We're coming off a good weekend. I really enjoyed the fights last weekend. I love a good finish. So, you know, what, a, what, a, what an amazing card. And what a time to be alive. We've got another good card coming up. Um, we're going to start in the prelims once again, touch on a few fights we kind of like, like the look of. So, John, let's just get, let's just get started right away. Uh, what, what fight would you like to start with?
0: So one that stands out right away in the prelims is Gabriel Benitez versus Charlie Ontiveros. I know it's a fight that you like, so let's get it started.
1: So if you take a look at the odds, uh, Benitez starts at minus 357, which uh, is pretty steep if you ask me. Um, and Ontiveros is at plus 250 money line. Um, I really am excited for this fight, if I'm honest with you. Firstly, I'm going to say this fight is not going to go the distance. I can assure you on that. If we take a look at the stylistic matchup, I'm liking Ontiveros here as a, a big dog. I'm going to say right now, there's a huge size difference. Ontiveros has a seven inch uh, reach advantage, which I really, really like to see. But Benitez is really, really good. He's got great boxing. I really like his combos once he's on the inside. Uh, he actively goes for body shots, which I always like to see for a fighter. I like to see when they kind of mix it up and uh, and really kind of target everywhere on the body. And, and it, there's a good, there's a good few pros and cons I like from uh from both fighters. Uh, it's worth noting that Ontiveros, I can't stress enough how big Ontiveros is compared to Benitez here. I think you guys should uh, definitely wait before placing your bets for the uh, for the weigh-in, so you can kind of get an idea of a size difference when they face off. But yeah, what's your what's your thoughts on this fight, man? I'm I'm a I'm a fan of this one.
0: I like that you you bring in the weigh-ins because I feel like every week, um, when we do give out bets and picks, it's 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 before the podcast is issued before the weigh-ins, and sometimes when you do see the weigh-ins, it kind of alters, you know, your your pick. And that sounds crazy, but weight cuts are important. It's a big part of the sport, so I like that you mentioned that because that definitely does make an impact. So if we ever do talk about a pick or whatever, and then weigh-ins come and and we feel different about it. We'll either post it on the Instagrams and let people know that we we didn't like a weight cut or, or anything. So that's something that that we're gonna start doing moving forward. But back to this fight, um, Charlie Anavarez. He's interesting. Uh, a lot of a lot of good things that, that that we we were promised from this guy, and not exactly hasn't exactly delivered. But again, when you get Kevin Holland on your UFC debut, <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's kind of hard. But um, yeah. So that 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 was. That's a rough one right there. So I'm not I'm I'm just gonna brush that one away. Then he fought Steve Garcia and lost by Ground and Pound. I believe it was it could have been late round one or early round two, something like that. Don't like to see that. Didn't really like his performance there. Looked like he he I, and I've said this about fighters before. It just looked like he didn't really take shots as well as I figured he does. Like you said, big guy has has a lot of good things about him, but he just hasn't shown it yet. And I do feel like this could be um, his opportunity to showcase that because I feel like he does have a lot of promise. He is 31 years old, um, pretty young. Just basically just starting his career, and it's he's built, frame wise, built to do so many good things. This is his spot right here. I feel like if he loses here, it's it, uh, it's going to be tough. Um, yeah. But the problem with this fight is that benitez is a hard 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 leg kicker so he kicks his kicks you could hear the pop every time he kicks you so he likes to kick in the body and and you just the welts that he leaves on your uh, on your body and it's that's for a guy that's so big since he's fighting a guy that's so big that, that's where he can really take advantage of uh, of kicking his all these all those kicks to the body and hopefully that those add up um i did not like his last fight against um, Onama, who's also on the card, he looked terrible. <laughs> um, that knockout was scary, and those are the type of knockouts that you really reconsider your career. And, and and I feel like a fighter will think about that knockout for a long time and make maybe make him a more gun shy when it comes to this fight. He also he also lost to Billy Q before that. Um, I believe it was from from punches too. So you don't like to see that, but he has fought. He's fought good competition. He fought Yusuf. He fought Morales. He's fought Justin James, Billy Q, David Onama. I mean, he's. I think he's fought the better people. Um, Obviously, uh, I just yeah. discussed how Charlie fought um, Kevin Holland, but I like the experience that Benitez brings. Um, Yeah, it should be an exciting one, bro. I definitely agree with what you said. I definitely see a finish here, but I'm scared to choose either way, if I'm going to be honest.
1: Well, I'm going to just kind of rewind the clock a little bit and touch on what you said earlier on. So, with... Uh, Charlie's fight against Kevin Holland. He suffered a neck injury um, and actually gave him PTSD. And that is why he did look gun in his last fight. Um, he said he was just very scared to get hit, uh, which is obviously not something you want to see in a fighter. But since then, he's got a mental coach. Um, so I do think we are going to see him at his best in this fight. I really like his kicks. He's very kick-heavy. He's got axe kicks, which I just love to see. Kind of, He's quite an unorthodox that fighter. axe
0: kick is crazy. I've seen him. Do- I, I was love- just watching tape on that. That's... Um I I like that.
1: Yeah, no, I I really like his style. Like I said, he's unorthodox. He's got these kinda of looping shots, which to be fair, Benitez could capitalise off them, but if uh if he connects, I think Gable could be going to sleep once again. Uh one thing it's worth noting is Onteferas does kind of keep his guard down, uh which obviously isn't great. And although his ground game did look pretty bad last time out, uh supposedly he didn't train his ground game, uh which is smartest uh, idea i must say but nonetheless i guess it kind of gives them an excuse there uh but yeah no, to, to round it up i actually do like the do like the value here i think it's definitely value on uh on early finish uh round one is a uh, plus 900 uh, which i do really see some value in but i do really like under 2.5 rounds here it's been seen that onto kind of doesn't have a best gas tank i think we're gonna see a finish is what i'm trying to say
0: yeah, I, I, I like everything you said about him. I feel like if there's a spot to pick him, it would be this fight. Um, I do like the value on it. I feel like for a fight that I see in my eyes is very fifty fifty. I feel like you see it that's that way too. For a fight that is very fifty fifty, those odds are crazy. so I, I do like if I'm gonna make a play here, it's definitely gonna be um, Charles Onavers money line for sure. I, I think it's what I think you said it earlier, what is is it almost like plus two hundred now?
1: Uh yeah, plus two fifty sitting at, which I think is uh, is, it's is a worth steal. the shot.
0: It's worth yeah. the shot for sure.
1: Definitely worth a punt.
0: So is um, that's the, the the first fight that we that caught our eye in in the prelims. Um, not not a lot that I'm liking here, but is there another fight that you maybe see some value in?
1: Uh yeah, I do think the uh the dogs are barking this Saturday for us with you. Uh, if, let's take a look at Odie Osborne versus uh Tyson Nam. So Osborne opened at minus 250 and now at plus 200. There's a few red flags, but let's just dive into it. I'll, I'll let you know my thoughts. Uh, so Tyson Nam is 38 years old. Obviously not really something you want to see, but nonetheless, he hasn't been finished in the UFC. Uh, his only finished loss is to Marlon Marais, which is nothing to be ashamed with. And that was back in 2013. He's a very technical striker. Uh, I really like how he kind of sticks to his fundamentals. Um, it's worth noting he's had a 19 month layoff Uh, he had an ACL knee injury so that is obviously a bit of a red flag but um, in his words on his Instagram he's been patiently waiting for his moment, Uh, I do think we're going to see him come back pretty well here I think he's kind of taken the time off that's been needed for his injury, I think he's done it correctly so I don't think it's going to really impact the fight much, Uh, he does rely on closing the distance quite a lot, he really relies on his right hand, he does hold a lot of power uh, I'm kind of scared he might rely on it a bit too much. So he kind of, he's only really thinking of one thing. that makes sense, I can see a lack of being very dynamic. But one thing I think is worth noting is he had a slow start in his last time out. And that's what kind of led to the loss. Uh, I think he's going to learn from his mistake and he might come out guns blazing here, which could benefit him if you ask me. I could see a, could see a finish here. Uh, so what's, what's your thoughts on this fight? And uh, who do you like to win here?
0: Oh, a finish for sure. These these two guys have, have power in their hands. So I 100% see that. Um, it's interesting because they both fought like like similar fighters. Um, I know they both yeah. fought um, Zarouk Adeshev, which I know very well because he fought my cousin at uh, MSG. So I actually saw Zarouk Adeshev in person. He's oh. actually a good a, a good kickboxer. He's from Glory, but um, just different when you go to UFC and, and you have to do all the other uh, other things. And yeah, it's. We've, from what we've seen in the UFC, he's been very chinny and hasn't had the best time here in the UFC. But um, back to this fight, Odie Osborne has looked good, man. Um, What scares me is exactly what I was just talking about. It's um, who he's fought. Um, I don't really like who he has wins over. I mean, it's Jerome Rivera, CJ Vergata, and then it's Zaruk Adeshev. I mean, that's not, doesn't that, doesn't, nothing pops up. Nothing pops out the paper for me when it comes to those three fighters. Um, I don't mean in a disrespectful way. It's just like none of those guys have really had too much success in in, in the UFC. But he's lost to Manuel Kap. Um, He lost by flying knee. And um, pretty good fighter there. Um, lost to Brian Kelliger. We all know Brian Kelliger. That's a good fighter right there. But um, Tyson Nam is the thing that... What I like about Audie Osborne in this fight is that Tyson Ham is very one-dimensional, and that's just how I feel. I, I feel like he has that—he has a really strong right hand, very powerful, but its its, it's just very one, like it's one-dimensional. Like its he, he hits you with it. It's—it's—it's it, it's, it's powerful to to me. It's like, but I don't—I watch his fights, and I'm not really seeing that he's very—he's—he's he's not very technical to me. I mean, maybe you see something different. But that's just what I see. You have thoughts on that?
1: I do, So, look, I do think he's a technical striker to us with you. Um, I think you're not wrong in saying he is fairly one-dimensional in the way that he does run his right hand a lot. But, um, like I said, I do think this could be a, start, a good stylistic matchup for him. Uh, if we do take a look at Ernie Elsbourne, he has a five-inch reach advantage, uh, which could kind of prevent Nam from staying on the outside and, and it'll force him to really push in and kind of... Um, instigate a bit of a, a bit of a brawl which will definitely benefit him um osborne's been training at syndicate which is a good sign for him to be fair uh he's been developing a lot as a fighter uh, and um he's, i'd say he's the more well-rounded athlete maybe uh i do have a slight chin and cardio concern for him which is just playing more into tyson nam's strengths um and also one thing i did notice is he does drop his hands a lot when he moves back like, I mean, a lot, a lot. And Tyson Nam, he's a, he, a fighter. away. He does constantly move forward. And I do think this time out, he is going to be a bit more aggressive from the get-go. And I, I really, really could see Tyson Nam finish here. I think plus 200 money line is, once again, good value. I think if you're going to bet this fight, that is the bet to do. Um, yeah, I've got Tyson Nam winning here. Another underdog. Big underdog as well.
0: Yeah, I definitely the value on Nam. Um, I personally... I, I disagree on this fight. Um, I'm definitely gonna take Audie Osborne. Um, I don't Not like enough. the age on on, on him. um he, he's getting yeah. up there in age, and I feel like he's he took a lot of time off um uh, I think almost a year now since his last fourteen up. yeah. Fought. Yeah, so I mean, you never know if it's if it's an injury that he's been working on, or, or maybe he's just hitting the reset button, which could be good at, at this stage of his career and his uh, his age. Maybe that's what he needs to come back. And we've seen a lot of these fighters do that when they get all the way up there in age, um, they take a step back, they take time to let their body heal, and then they come back stronger. But I just feel with the age, with what I've seen, um, I mean, I mean he, that that last fight he had with Matt Schnell was not bad. Good. I actually that liked what I, I liked. I liked what I saw there because he's actually and that's that's what I was touching base on before. It's like he's fought the better people. I mean, he's fought France. He's fought Sergio Pettis, and if you're low on Sergio Pettis, trust me, Sergio Pettis is a good fighter. He's doing great things over there in Bellator, and I don't have to talk about France. We we just saw him fight for a title. Well, not a title, but the number one um the number one contender. So I mean, great fight there. So. He's, he's also had, he also has wins against like similar people. Jerome Rivera the Rukata chef, but um, yeah, I think he's definitely fought the better people definitely has more experience, but man, like that pop with Odie Osborne. I like, I like the age. I feel like he's going to come in here with new wrinkles. So yeah, minus two twenty, uh not, not my favorite odds, but I might, I might stick it in a parlay. I might.
1: Okay. Okay. So that is a... We're disagreeing on that pick. We're disagreeing, but... But we definitely agree
0: on the, on the... I do think this fight ends in a knockout, whichever way
1: yeah. it goes. Yeah, I completely agree with that one. Worth noting, like I said, though, it hasn't been knocked out in the UFC. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, any other prelims you'd like to touch on before we move on to the main card?
0: Let's jump right into the main card.
1: Perfect. We have a fight between... Yasmin Haurege versus Yasmin Lucindo.
0: Way Um, to pronounce that, because I was going to struggle with that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a struggle, but we we, we get there. Uh, I actually really like this fight. Uh, The odds are fairly steep on Yasmin 1 at minus 200 and Yasmin 2 at plus 170. Um, Let's take a look at the stylistic matchup here. So I think um, Haurege has really great boxing. She's only 23 years old. I think she's definitely a prospect. Uh, She does hold a lot of power. Like I said, her boxing combinations are really, really nice. Uh, She does hold a bit of pop on the end of her punches. Um, She does have decent takedown defense as well. So, and that could play a very important part in this fight. Um, What else do I like? I like her clinch work. Her elbows are really nice. I think she's very active in the clinch, um, which I always love to see from a fighter. And dude, seriously, take a look at her Instagram. She is in crazy good shape unbelievable shape and i usually don't really put too much thought into this kind of thing but absolutely taking nothing away from uh, lucindo which, oh my god i can't stress enough she's in insane shape just wait till the weigh-ins um she was originally fighting estela nunez uh who is a predominant striker which is a bit of a red flag and now she's fighting lucindo who her strengths are definitely in the ground game um, so it's an interesting matchup here. It's, it's kind of your, your typical boxer versus ground game specialist. Um, so, yeah, what's your thoughts on this fight?
0: Yasmin is at minus 245. Lucendo is at plus 186. Um, yeah, a, a lot of people on Yasmin. It's it's, it's a little wild to me. But, um, yeah, like you said, striker versus wrestler matchup. Um, I think I usually don't talk about age, but it's very important to note that it's a 23-year-old versus a 20-year-old. That is insane how yeah. how young these girls are. Um, Yasmin's a definitely a good kickboxer. Um, good, uh, she, I love her. Uh, I love her bo- boxing. Very technical, especially for how young she is. Lucindo, though, because she's so young, she has very low experience, and, and if she gets taken down. It, it could it could get hairy really fast. So, um, but Lucindo, uh, I don't like her striking, and this is where yeah. like it's so hard to pick this fight because she is completely opposite. She's not very technical, and um, I feel like. Because she tries to wrestle so much, and she she kind of gets tired and her striking gets even worse, and it uh, it's it, it's ugly. so like it's like it's so hard here because there's just they're both so young and so green and both definitely have their weaknesses and 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 big strengths. So I really think it's um basically like we we, we said in the Spivak fight um last weekend, um the key. For Lucendo to win is is to take down wrestling. And and we said that about Spitback, and that's exactly what he did, and that's why it won in the fight. Um, even though he did look good with his hands. But um the good thing about being a good wrestler, and I've I have i have always liked this about a lot of these wrestle heavy athletes, is that if you're on top, you can you're a striker now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the person underneath you is defenseless, and, and you're on top and and Dude, you don't have to be the best striker. You ground and pound, and, and you instantly become a striker. So, in that way, if it's that easy for her to take her down, dude, it, the path of victory to her is it's, it's simple. But, yeah, um, Yasmin is a Mexican fighter, great boxer, like I said before. I like her body shots. She's very polished on her feet. Man, I, I, dude, it's so hard to pick this fight. I, I really... I don't. I really don't feel comfortable picking one side or the other. I like Yasmin's dirty boxing. I like Lucindo's ground game. Uh, I'm going to fight go the distance. That's my pick.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, I I am fairly all right with going uh, with Haoregi, if I'm honest with you. Uh, Lucindo supposedly has a Muay Thai background for her striking. I personally don't really see it. She's kind of got these very loopy shots. Um, I could 100% see her getting clipped if I Ali watching.
0: I'm I'm very impressed with the way you're pronouncing her name that that's impressive <laughs> brother
1: <laughs> I I've been sitting in my room practicing all day yeah <laughs> Um yeah no too fair. I I, I do like Aregi here minus 200 a little bit steep I might maybe put her in a in a, in a little double Uh I wouldn't like you said it's it, I could definitely see Lucindo just constantly working in takedowns and maybe finding success, but I could also see her getting tied out and, and put away, if I'm honest with you. Um, yeah, I like how Reggie here, she's my pick. Enough said.
0: I do I do like how, since you already picked two underdogs, I, I do think that it's a great idea because these fights are super close, so dogs could win here. So it would be a great idea to start off, if you if you really feel like this is a big underdog, card like you had said before to do a ron robin and um stick those two fights early in there for those odds hey they they could definitely deliver
1: yeah um
0: with with more fighters included obviously but those that's a that's does first two that are could go either way so would it would be good to start two and oh on a big ron robin parlor not a bad idea
1: I mean, like I said, I do think the dogs could be barking this weekend, so 100%. But without further ado, let's move on to the next fight. We have Nina Nunes versus Cynthia Calvella. Um, it's, it's, it's an interesting matchup because I do think it, it really, really heavily depends on who shows up on the day. We've got both fighters coming off more, more than a few losses uh, if we have been Nice. Um, Like you said, obviously, Nunez training with a Lioness, uh, always a good training partner to have. Uh, I do like her takedown defense. I think it it could definitely hold up. She's without doubt a better striker. I don't think that's a controversial statement to say. Um, And I do think she has better cardio. And look, if I think about this fight, I could 100% see reality where Calvella is just kind of repeatedly shooting for takedowns, kind of gasses herself out. And Nunez just kind of capitalizes off this and just lands more output, and I think output can win a decision here. Um, yeah, I, I I really wouldn't put much for and money on this fight. To be honest with you, like I said, it really does depend who shows up. Um, we've got both fighters kind of towards the end of their career, if we're being honest. Uh, I'm gonna pick the underdog again in Nunez to win, but yeah, I really wouldn't put too much
0: too much heart into this one yeah like 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 you said um nunez does have pretty good takedown defense um she has decent striking power which is um i guess a nunez trait <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. definitely has has great cardio um and cavillo definitely struggles on the stand up we've seen that over and over again and then she shoots for a takedown when she is struggling for when she is struggling on top um yeah, she has to keep this fight on the ground and she's gonna have success and, and, and win this fight. She's kind of she's kind of have to rinse and repeat. And um just like I was saying, she kind of has to do the, the whole spitback thing, bring her down, maybe try to get some offense when she's down there, some ground and pound. Um, but yeah, I was high on Cavillo for a long time and then you know things have not looked so good. Because of that, because of her overall game, I do believe maybe we can see an improvement in her stand-up this time around. And if it sets up her ground game, this could be th- this this could be an opportunity for her to, to, to showcase that maybe she is a different fighter, that she has made improvements in her overall game. Um, I do believe this is a fight that if you are into live betting, if Calvillo is up two rounds, Maybe betting Nunez live by knockout third round is an extremely good bet. I think that you like that. I think that a lot of people will like that if you are just what she does. Um she has amazing cardio and cabello tends to die. So if she's rinsing and repeat, she's um tiring herself out. I could definitely see her being um a live play here in the third round. So might have to wait for this fight. But if I do have a pick and I, I'm really thinking about pulling the trigger on this one, but I'm thinking about going Cavillo, double chance by sub or points. Um, Yeah, definitely thinking I'm going that way. I I did have a lot of hope in her for a long time, and and that's definitely the way I'm I'm going with that one. But I don't want to spend too much time on this fight because the next fight is definitely a banger, and it's um, Devin Clark versus Asmat. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, and I, I like the over in this fight actually I definitely like over 1.5 rounds I think that's something uh, worth looking into and I like Devin Clark here as another dog, I'm really going for the underdogs here uh, I think there's value at plus 130 uh, I wouldn't take him at any less, if, to be fair I'd rather see him around a plus 150 mark because Matt um, Mazakinov is obviously a very very good fighter, and he's got a lot of hype on him but, yes, that's, that's my thoughts on the fight. I like Devin Clark here. Who have who, you got and why?
0: Before I, I start on my tangent on this fight, because I have a lot to say about this fight, um, if you guys have been following our podcasts, our episodes, everything about us, you guys know that when we do agree on a pick, it is must-play TV. The Octagon boys have been on fire. So make sure you pay attention to these picks, especially when we agree. So, Clark, low-key... A fighter I love to watch fighting. Um, I have, like... There's just, like, a secret... I, I don't know. There, there's something about him I just... I like. I, every time he fights, I, I just like. He's gritty. He's powerful. He's durable. Super explosive. Um, I love the wrestling. Um, He literally destroyed William Knight. And that's a big, powerful man. So that was impressive. Um, Something to note about this fight is... Azmat is really small for the division. So he's 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 very quick but he he's super small so th- that's a big advantage for Clark when we think about that um Clark fights are always exciting it, it's just it, it's, it's it's like what we were talking about Alvi the, the the weekend before obviously he didn't deliver this week th- this past weekend but um oh his fights are exciting it's it's one of those fights that you it, it's on TV you definitely don't want to miss it um he's fought good opponents good experience um just so much things I like about him. He's technical. I've seen a lot of, I feel like I've seen a lot of improvements in his, in, in his punching and, and, and leg kicks throughout his UFC career. Um, yeah, so with this fight, um, man, I'm, I'm, you know, something, I'm not even going to think about it too much because I am very, very, very confident. And there's an underdog that I've been very confident on in a long time. It's this one. So give me Clark Moneyline plus 136. The Octagon boys love it. We agree on it. You definitely want to hammer this one.
1: in, folks. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. I'm glad you're agreeing. Um, I feel like we might be maybe underdoing Azamat a little bit. This guy is a great fighter. Uh, it is worth noting he is 11-0. Uh, I think he's going to lose that O. I really, really do. Um, Clark, so, Clark, yeah. Clark, 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 Clark. Let's go! <laughs> Let's see that win. Let's see that win.
0: You hear the crowd? I, I hear the Clark. I already hear the Clark screaming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope he gets it done. Um, moving on to the next fight, we've got another amazing fight. We have Bruno Silva versus Gerald Mearshart. Um, minus 300 for Bruno Silva, which I do think is pretty steep. Um, and for Gerald, it's plus minus two. Uh, sorry, plus 240. Uh, what's your thoughts on this fight?
0: Okay, so before I start on the breakdown, it's, it's story time. So <laughs> this fight is, 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 is a little special to me because uh, you, you know I'm the prop king. The, the, yeah, I told you about the, the, the Juliana Pena submission. I, 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 I sent it to Rick once. Um, so I had a similar experience with, with Gerald Mirshard. So when he fought Mahmoud Muradov, he was a huge underdog. When I'm telling you a huge underdog, I played the prop bet and I told everybody to hammer it for him to win by sub. That was like plus one thousand eight hundred. I think it was. And I remember sending it to Ricky and Ricky was like, what? (laughs) dude?" (laughs) So we hit on that that night. So it's crazy what this guy this guy has. Twenty six submission wins. Absolute wizard when it comes to being down there, and then it's just crazy when when we were just just before the podcast we were talking about matchups and 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 stylistic matchups and everything. Silva got 19 KOs. That is insane. So Silva has an amazing chin. Um, like his, I love his strikes from the outside. Um, I love his firefights. Just recently, had a big fight with Pereira. We all know how good Pereira is, and. If 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 you watch that fight, and if you haven't watched that fight, go back and watch it. Trust me, you got to get your popcorn out because you're gonna be you're gonna be on the edge of your seat for that fight. Great fight. So seeing that fight and seeing the success that he did have in that fight, because he did have success in that fight, even though he lost, um, it really gave you hope and and really showed you what kind of fighter he is, and maybe what he could bring to the table. As he continues on with his UFC career. Because, dude, that I, I'm still thinking about that fight. That, it, it was just crazy to me. But, um, I do... It, th- this is the thing. Is that Silva is so powerful. And he, I like his output. I like his, um... I like everything about his game when it, when it comes to stand-up. And then I have a big question about Amir Chart's chin. So... I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate here. But what do you what do you think about that? I think his chin is a little suspect, if you ask me.
1: Uh, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think his chin is better than people uh, kind of say. Um, obviously we take a look at his uh knockout loss to Kamzat Shaimayev.
0: Oof, uh, that was a yeah. bad.
1: Seventeen seconds. So it's not something you want to see. <laughs> I think, I think that's a one-off. I actually do think he's got a fairly good chin, um, and I, I do like him to match up. Once again, um, I reckon we could see a sneaky sub. So, if we take, in, take a look into his kind of style, he drags people into deep waters. What he does is he uses his cardio to his advantage. He takes his people to the later rounds, and he submits them. That is what his game plan is in every single fight, no matter who he's fighting. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But as of recently, it's been paying off more than not. So, I don't know. Uh, this is his first camp at Sanford MMA, So he might be kind of working on his strike a little bit. Um, like I said, he's got great cardio. Um, if we take a look at Bruno Silva, he looks really, really good against uh, Alex Pereira, obviously, uh, despite the loss. Um, he was taking some insane shots. So this guy's obviously got a chin. He was also giving some insane shots. So I do really, really like his stand-up. He obviously has a much better stand-up than Gerald, if I'm being honest with you. But this is what the game changer is for me. His takedown defense is 68%, which is good, not great. But the thing that is really worth noting, he's got seven losses, five of them as two submission. Mm. I mean, mm, the, siren, the sirens are ringing, man, I'm telling you. Submission prop for Gerald is plus 525, five, which is value. That is value right there. I don't care what anyone says. That is value. You know what? Yeah, again, I'm going going with another underdog. I'm going to probably catch a few Ls, this card, but some of them are definitely hitting, without doubt. I like the submission prop here. Like I said, plus 525, I think is great value. Yeah, I'll take it every day of the week.
0: Man, he's made me so much money, man. But I'm going (laughs) to have to disagree. I do like the decent takedown defense that Silva has. And one thing I do like about Silva, you made an absolutely great point. Um, Gerald has this thing that he he'll drag you to, to it's like he, he drags you through quicksand and it's like you could barely move your, your your feet and you can barely hold yourself together and that's when he becomes stronger It's the most amazing thing I've seen so that I do like about him love that you said that definitely did your studying because that's definitely a big big thing and, and big aspect of his game that that I can see here but there's one thing I like about Silva he can be tired because I'm not – this, I can't dispute this at all. Gerald's definitely going to have the cardio advantage. But I feel like when Silva gets tired, even though it's visible, like it's very visible that he's tired, he carries that power through the rounds. It's insane. Like, and he'll still throw, and he still carries that power. Like, it's insane, even if he's tired. So I can definitely see Gerald going for a takedown, and he's just getting – blast he just gets blasted with an uppercut or a big knee or, or something i mean this guy is just so powerful and yeah he's just always the, the chance for that ko at any time of that fight he could lose the first two rounds and i will be confident in the third round that he could get it done it's just the, the crazy fighter that he is it's just i don't know there's just so much i like about silva i do feel like he will continue going up those rankings it's just something about him and it's just, i don't one thing that I have noticed watching Gerald's tape is that I don't like his head movement. I feel like a lot of times he, he stays stationary. Like he doesn't. I, and I feel like that's why he's so like, I feel like that's why he gets hit a lot, but yes, I am scared of the takedowns. Yes. There, there's, there's been times where I've been really heavy on Gerald Mirshard as a, as an underdog. And like I said, he was a huge underdog in that, in that Murato fight. But man bro i have to take Silva by knockout or tko and it's like the the money line you're right i think it's a little juiced um for a fight that he definitely can lose but man dude i am so confident on this knockout right here bro he's gonna dude he's gonna send him to freaking alaska bro <laughs> uh,
1: i can without doubt see, see, I can see i can see a scenario where he does with my knockout don't get me wrong but I do think that the threat of Joel's takedowns could kind of close up a lot of Bruno Silva's striking and kind of make him a bit more reserved because obviously he kind of needs to keep his hands in the right places. Um, do you know what I do like in this fight? He's definitely
0: now, going to have to defend takedowns. That's definitely the key.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I really do think it will close off a lot of his game. Um, and I, I do see a finish here, but I see a late finish. Um, Over 1.5 rounds is plus 100.
0: Oh wait, wait one one second. Um, uh, uh, I'm getting a call from Conor McGregor. Hello, McGregor.
1: You picked. You picked.
0: Oh, oh yeah, he's on Silver, too, bro. So let's go. Silver by knockout. Let's call it in. Ring it in. Trust the Speedy. Ali, I love you, but not this time. <laughs> the underdogs, man. You're really ringing with them. I like it. I like really,
1: it. really, really. Um, yeah. Could be a, uh, could be a pretty bad boy for me. We'll see. <laughs>
0: But moving on to our next fight, I believe this is the co main event. It's David Onama versus Nate Landwehr. Very interesting fight. <laughs> Two very different styles. Yeah, let's let let's see what what the man, the myth, the legend is thinking about this fight.
1: So, you might have noticed a big pattern here. I keep going of underdogs. Um, I don't think I will this fight, but I think they. The probably- one underdog I have. That's crazy. No. <laughs> I think they've got massive chances. So I really do like uh, Nate Landwehr. The guy is an absolute brawler. He uh, trains at MMA Master right now, um, and they kind of specialise in their ground game. They've got people like Kobe Covington over there, so I think that speaks volumes. Like I said, he's such a brawler. Um, he did take some really, really hefty shots against Ludwig Klein his last time out, though. Like His chin was up in the air, and you could see they were kind of hitting him hard. Uh, which is something I didn't like to see. And he was losing that fight until he won it. I do really, really like him in all of his fights. I genuinely say he's one of the most interesting fighters to watch. I love his personality. I love everything about him. But David O'Nama is great. He trains at Glory MMA with the master himself, James Krause. Um, Worth noting, though, he's not got great takedown defense. It's 50%, uh, which is something that does kind of concern me and I could 100% see Nate taking this to the ground if I'm honest with you, but if we take a look at some of uh, Onama's positives he's got great speed Uh, he likes to go for the body and yeah, it's an interesting matchup, I won't be betting this fight, if I had to bet this fight I might go maybe go Nate but I'm staying away from it I do think the odds are definitely not worth it on Onama's side they are maybe a little bit worth it on Nate's side. I, I want to hear your thoughts on this because I, I could see a pretty brutal finish going on here. I could also see a fight of the night going here. It's it's, it's an interesting one. Let's hear your thoughts.
0: My first thought is Onama oh, striking defense is
1: sus. <laughs> 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 but,
0: but um. Nate B Klein, like you said, um that ages very, very well. We saw what, what, what Klein was able to do his last time out, which was very impressive. Um, Nate is a workhorse, man. He has an amazing heart. And um, yeah, he's he's exciting to watch. He has like a weird, unorthodox style to him. Um, he's very regressive, which it, it it's good and bad. I feel like sometimes it it, it gets him caught in uh, bad situations. Um but in other fights, it's it's really good. Like it, that's what happens when you're when you're that type of fighter. I mean, they don't call him the train for no reason. Um, likes to move forward. Likes to bring the fight to the ground. He really likes to change it up, which I like. But yeah, he his aggression does lead him to make mistakes, which does scare me a bit. But yeah, chain wrestling is definitely his key to success here. Um, Onama doesn't have the best takedown defense. It's actually pretty weak, from um, from what I saw. Um, so, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I do have to say one thing, though. Onama's hand speed is crazy. <laughs> crazy hand speed. Definitely has power. Definitely explosive. Um, He's huge for the weight class, I feel. But, yeah, man, I think Nate is going to do – this is going to be a Nate fight. I think he's going to control the tempo. I think he's going to, to press him. I think he's going to grind him down little by little. Um, I do like Nate overall better. And at plus 220, I love it. Um, he's 34, so not too old. I uh, know he's getting up there. I know Onama's 28. But, yeah, there's there's just holes in Onama's game that I think that Nate can exploit. Um, yeah, so I love this this spot right here for Nate. Um, I do like this fight not going the distance as a prop. But, yeah, I also like Nate as, as, as a money line at plus 220. Give me that. I definitely like that. Um, Dude, I'm even thinking about parlaying Clark and Nate in the parlay. That's uh, that's how much I like it.
1: Okay. Um, I, I can't relate. I'm sorry. I really can't relate. I do think he's definitely got a great chance in this fight. And uh, around a plus 225 mark, there's definitely value in it. But I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much on this one. If I wanted to review, I could definitely see Anama getting the better of him in some exchanges. Like you said, Nate, the train, he does get himself into some brawls, which he absolutely loves. And it can get him into some trouble, and I can't stress enough. Everyone go and rewatch his fight against Ludwig Klein. The guy was getting hit hard. I guess it does show he's got a great chin. The announcers weren't—they weren't even kind of paying much attention to it. I was shocked they weren't gasping. Like Ludwig Klein was really, really hitting him, and Onama definitely has faster hands. I could—I uh, no, could see him getting clipped. I could see both people getting clipped. For honest review, I'm not gonna touch this fight. I—I'm uh, gonna go with david onama winning to be honest with you um that's my pick but yeah i would not count out of a train the guy is a dangerous fighter
0: yeah so ali has david onama he's at minus 295 right now for my last saw speedy got nate at plus 220 i definitely do think that this fight does not go the distance um i can definitely see nate just being nate and Possibly destroying that prop bet <laughs> off a off a decision win, but um I do think that this fight either way it goes I, I do for some reason envision a finish. Um, we're splitting the picks here. Um, take what you like. Um, listen to the breakdown. Whichever side you feel like you want to take, you take. Um Onama obviously is great on the feet. Um Ali has some great points. You guys heard everything I feel about Nate. So make your you're gonna have to make your choice there. <laughs>
1: Nonetheless, it'll be a great fight, though, and I'm excited to see the main event. Let's get to it. We have Marlon Chito Vera versus Dominic Cruz. What a fight. I cannot wait to see this one. You know what? I want to hear your pick straight away to us with you, because I'm actually really interested to see who you've got.
0: So I'm really hoping that we agree on this one. So hopefully we do. But I just do want to say that there's a lot of fights in this card that I'm not too excited about. But when it comes to this fight, it definitely will be a banger. It definitely is a great fight. And, yeah, so many things to discuss. Um, Vera, I caught Vera early. I caught him at, like, minus 180. He's now at minus 235. So it really comes to show you what the public feels on him. Um, Cruz opened up more like a plus 120. Now he's at plus 180. Um, crazy with the with, with, with uh, Cruz being 37. Vera being 29, um, Cruz is definitely, we we all know Dominic Cruz. Uh, I don't really have to talk too much about that. You guys all know everything that he's been through, um, all, the, all the fights that he's been through, all the experience. Guy brings a lot to the table. So when you really look at the big scheme of things, th- these odds could be a little disrespectful. But, man, I got to talk about my boy Vera. He's at his prime, I feel. Um, what he showed me in that Rob Font fight, dude, it just left a mark on me. Really impressive because I'm really big on Rafant. Um, Rafaunt is a great boxer. Definitely a great, great fighter. Um, powerful. Just so many things. I, Dude, so many great things I could say about Rafant. And Vera really poured it on in him. Um, I liked the way he looked against Frankie. Loved how he looked against Sean O'Malley. Just so many things Vera has done. So many good fights he's had. Um, I remember when he was first coming up. We were so big on him, and there was so much promise on him. And um, I felt like the UFC was trying to push him a little too much. And then he he uh, let us down a little bit. But now he's only 29, and he's only at his prime, and he's only going up from here. He's such an amazing kicker. Kind of reminds me of like the way he kicks. Kind of reminds me of like Jose, uh, um, Aldo back in the day. Um, when when he kicks that that pop you here. And, um, yeah, he has, he has sneaky power on his hands, but he's more of a volume striker. Um, great output, always on your face. Um, Cruz can have success on the outside cause he is a good, uh, he is a good striker from the outside. And I like, I like his, his, his footwork. I like the way he goes in and out. And I've really been, been studying that. Like, I love the way he will attack you and right away bounce back that in and out movement back and forth it's it's phenomenal from Cruz uh, if there's anything amazing I would say about Cruz is there's a reason why he um is an analyst there um with, with the UFC crew there because the guy is a genius he definitely is um knows a lot about UFC IQ is very up there um he's good at mixing it up I feel like he knows when to take it to the ground and um I, I can't say much about his cardio and, and i know it seems like i'm going the cruise away because i'm saying so many great things about about cruz but it really comes to show you how big i am on Vera. for me to be taking Vera, vero's fast has decent cardio um he will be in your face and i feel like this will be the problem with cruz I, I feel like Vera will just be there pressuring him mixing it up doing everything that cruz used to do when he was younger and and vera has sneaky submissions i wouldn't really mess with cruz too much on the ground because, you know, I, I think that's dangerous down there. But I'm so confident in his overall game. I like where he's at in his career. I feel like this is this is him blasting another one and and just like, dude, I'm such a big fan of Vera. I feel like this is his time. I, I like what um the UFC has done with him. I like the image that he's created for himself. He's done it right, man. And, and I also don't like all the injuries that Cruz Cruz has been through in the past, kind of similar to what I discussed last week with Santos has multiple ACL injuries and, and just, I I don't know, man. I just feel like with this, this time period and and where the division is and and how Vera has looked, it's his time to shine.
1: Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you. This one. Um, I like Dominic Cruz. I think Dominic Cruz is an insane fighter. Everyone knows he is... He's an all-time go in his division. Um, Or is is at least one of the all-time greats. He's 100% a Hall of Fame fighter. Um, I really like his output. He's got better output than Marlon Vera. Um, And look, I... I like watching Marlon Vera fight. He's obviously a very good fighter. Uh, I've got a little bit against him. I don't really know why. I think it's because of a Sean O'Malley win, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> but I do think Vera is a bit of like a plodgy fighter. He kind of um, he kind of, you know, he, he walks forward, he's happy to get hit, as we saw in the in the Rob Font fight. Um, and I think that's gonna kind of play into Dominic Cruz's style. Uh, I think Vera kind of doesn't really move his head off the centre line that often, uh, which could also lead to some trouble. Um, I also really like the fact that Dominic Cruz, he he really has some good wrestling. He hasn't really been doing it as of late in his, in his last fights. Um, but I could see some wrestling here, from i honest with you. We saw Marlon Vera get out-wrestled uh, against, I think it was Aldo. Um, so that could possibly be something we see here. I think this is going to go the distance, to be honest with you. He was losing against Frankie Edgar. He was going to lose a decision. I'm not saying it was a lucky KO. It was obviously planned. It was obviously very skilled. And it did finish him in a, in a pretty dramatic style. I really do think Dominic Cruz is the better fighter. He's obviously towards the tail end of his career. Um, I hope we see a really good form of him in this fight. But, you know, we, we I, I can't predict the future. Um, but look, I, I see it's going the distance. I think there's value uh, at Dominic Cruz' decision at plus 250. If I was betting in the fight, which I probably will, to be fair, I will be putting a very small amount on Dominic Cruz' decision plus 250. Um, I could see a reality where Vera clips him and gets his crazy KO and there's all this hype. But look, it's an interesting fight. I'm going to go Dominic Cruz to win. You heard why. Uh, so, yeah, Dominic Cruz for me. That is my pick in this fight. But it's it's a close one. I definitely think the odds are a bit skewed. I think the value you got him at is very good. I think that is some good value for Milo Vera, but I would not take Vera minus 230 now, which is where he's at. Perth.
0: I will turn Ali into a Vera fan after this week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: we'll yeah, dude. I, I honestly, um, yeah, just so, again, I i repeat you you did bring up um some good points um he definitely was losing that fight to frankie um but we all know frankie is an amazing fighter um yeah um i feel like those are the type of fights that 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 teach you a lot and um, i'm sure that he looked back to the tape and, and, and has grown and learned from that um that was a crazy KO in the third round, but yeah, you are right. He was losing the fight, but at the end of the day, he he fought the adversity and, and, and won that fight, but it really is key to me. Um, he was a huge underdog against Sean O'Malley and we, we all know what happened there. Um, didn't like to see the whole thing with the injury. We'd never like to see that. Um, but, um, he did look great at the beginning of that fight. Um, well, he looked great until, you know, the whole injury thing happened, but, um, the really key factor to this is is the Rob Font fight. Like Rob Font is just so aggressive. He's What well, I believe, he is top, I would say, top three in the division in, in, in boxing, if not the UFC. I'm really that high on his boxing. Um, And the fact that I compare, when I really come to compare Rob Font and Cruz, I really do. I don't worry about Cruz's output and power as much as I did on that Rob Font. I think Rob Font is much more powerful. I do think that Cruz does have output, but Rob Font, at this stage of his career, definitely has more output. So I feel like on the feet, Rob Font scared me more in that fight. And again, I, what Vera was able to do in that fight was mind-blowing. So I do feel at this stage of his career, with Cruz, I personally think is slowing down. Um, ah, dude, it, it, I know it's hard to, to face some of these veterans, but... Um, I just feel like it's kind of right here. It's, it's, it's passing the baton kind of thing. I feel like this is Vera's time. I do believe that he can do something crazy here. I I'm, I can see something crazy happening here. And I, oh, yeah. I some part of me wants to bet the knockout, but I'm not, God, dude. I don't know. I might pull the trigger on that. I honestly might. Um, I might. I might go for the knockout prop bet. Um, I do want to look at the weigh-ins first. Um, But, yeah, Marlon Vera is kind of like the villain in the UFC now. This is fucking crazy. Like, he's, like, just, like, he's he's become low-key a really big superstar. And I feel like this is the fight to bring him to the next tier, and I definitely do think he's going to deliver. I will have him on the parlays. I... And I'm, I'm taking the prop bet. I'm going to go Marlon Vera by knockout. I'm definitely going to sprinkle that in there, too.
1: Yeah, I think if Marlon Vera wins, it will be by finish. Um, so I do like that from you. I, I'm not sold on him. I don't really like his thoughts at Frankie Edgar. for there's definitely negatives to take away for his performance, in, performance against Rob Font, although it was obviously very good uh, in many ways. So, yeah, I'm on Dominic Cruz. Um, I won't be betting this fight, if I'm honest with you. Um, Sorry, I, well I might lay a little bit on Cruz decision to be honest with you, uh, plus two fifty. But other than that, I'm not touching it. I'll sit back and enjoy the main event. Um, so without further ado, let's just let's recap the bets. Um, I want to hear your dog of the night.
0: My dog of the night is one of the few picks that we agree on in this card, and I'm telling everybody to hammer it. We love Clark. Um, that is going to be my personal dog of the week. Um, I love the value on this line. I love everything about Clark. I discussed it in the breakdown. Everything that I liked about that fight, I do feel like he has a lot of advantages in that fight that he will take. That he will take to the victory. Um, I love, I love that line. I'm, I'm definitely gonna hammer that one, and that is definitely gonna be my dog of the week.
1: Yeah, well, I've got a lot of underdogs to choose from, but I am <laughs> with you on that one. I think Devin Clark is definitely the underdog of the night. Um, at what is it plus plus one thirty? I like it. I really like it. And yeah, we've we've already done a breakdown. No need to get into it. Um, so Devin Clark money line, yes, I will have. Uh, what's next? Let's see your prop bet. My
0: favorite prop bet of the week is none other than Silva by KO. I again discussed (laughs) it. I discussed it in the breakdown. I do think Silva would get a big KO here. I loved what I saw in his last fight. I do believe he possesses a lot of power in his hands. I feel like a lot of people sleep on him. And I hope to see a big flashy knockout. And I, I can already see it. I-, I already hear the crowd screaming already. You, you, don't-,
1: you don't hear that, Ali? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Because my prop bet of the week is Gerald by sub. Plus, five- <laughs> plus 525. Um, yeah, no. I 100% could see Bruno Silva knocking his lights out. Don't get me wrong at all. Uh last time I looked at yours, what, what's it sitting at? I think I saw it at minus one thirty, or was it minus one sixty? Um, which I never really like betting a prop bet if it's not plus money. It sounds a bit stupid, given that I went so hard on Terrence McKenney uh last weekend, which was very, very hey, it hit. not plus money. It did hit. It did hit, and we uh we did very well in on that one. But um, you yeah, know, I think if Mishra's gonna win, it's by submission. Plus five twenty five. That's value. That is value. So that is going to be my prop bet of the week.
0: Definitely value in that line. Like I discussed earlier, caught uh, I called Gerald one time at like plus one one thousand eight hundred as a as a sub prop. Bet. So hey, it's definitely doable, especially with all the submissions he has. But silver all the way. But what is your favorite play of the week?
1: So I'm I struggled with this one. Um, as, well, as you know, I'm taking a lot of underdogs this week. So, it's, you know, you never want to bet too much money. I'd only be putting around 0.25 units on each, to be honest with you. But um, my pick of the night is the uh, Benitez and Ontiveros fight not to go the distance. Sorry. Yeah, not to go the distance. Um, pretty steep line at around minus 300 But um, that is probably one of my most confident picks. I I don't see that going the distance, to be honest with you. So, yeah. You like Cheetos, man? I like Cheetos. Uh, Do you you like Cheetos? You don't get me. Well, you will this weekend.
0: You (laughs) will this weekend because my favorite play of the week is Cheeto Vera. He will get it done. I like it at whatever. What is it at now? Plus 235. I caught it at minus 180. Great value on that line now. If he caught it early like I did, um, he will get it done in that main event. I'm either gonna look like a genius or I'm gonna look like a donkey. But <laughs> either Ali's gonna have a great card, I'm gonna have a great card, one of us are gonna have a great card that I know, but um yeah, I'm also gonna sprinkle in the knockout there. I love what I've seen from him and take me. To the promised land, Cheeto Land.
1: Okay, <laughs> oh, look. To be fair, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I see him winning. Now you've kind of convinced me, but we'll see. yeah, let's go. We'll Running with me, Run it with me, brother. <laughs> the Octagon Boys. Let's we'll see, let's we'll see. But look, let's hear your uh, let's hear your parlay of the night. I want to hear your parlay of the night.
0: Parlay, man. Honestly, I think I got some thinking to do on this one,
1: but I am
0: gonna go with. Lipsky money line. Quinlan by knockout TKO. And I'm going to go Nate money line. That is great odds for that parlay. A little risky, but that is great odds for that parlay and if we hit on that, it's another promised land ticket.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've got Lipski in mine as well. Um if you guys want to hit a Ariana Lipski breakdown. Uh, the fight got rescheduled, so go listen to last week's episode and we break down the fight there. Um, so yeah, she's my first leg. I also like uh, Yasmin Hauregi, uh as a leg and under 2.5 rounds in Benitez versus Ontiveros. Um, I really did struggle to kind of put a parlay together in this card, to be honest with you. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really confident in betting that. I don't even think that's really... Worth plus 200, uh, 206. I got it at so I don't know, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be doing low unit singles personally. This card, there you go, those are our bets, folks. I uh, I hope you enjoyed the breakdowns and the picks. And uh, speedy, let's um, let's hear what we've got in store next week.
0: So, we actually have some huge news coming the Octagon boys officially have their first challenger so we are super excited for that we have we're going to announce who the challenger is probably the beginning of the of the podcast next week um we're super excited for that if you guys been tailing with us you guys know that we've been on absolute fire when the octagon boys agree on a pick you definitely want to run it um just look when we just started the podcast i mean our record has been unbelievable this card we are definitely very opposite on picks so there can only be one king this weekend. So we might not be the Octagon boys this weekend. <laughs> it, huh. It's Speedy versus Ali weekend. But um, yeah, we, we we guys we we gave you great insight. So whatever side you guys want to choose, choose. Um, me and my partner have done a great job since we we started. The pot bets have done very well. We've been a little shaky on the, uh, on our favorite dogs of of uh, of the week. But we're definitely trying to rebound from that big.
1: you say that we hit last week. We did hit. We
0: we did hit last week. Um, but we I know that week before that I struggled with Lewis. Definitely let us down there, and then yeah, we we we've had our ups and downs, but mostly ups. And um, we've been really, if you have been tailing our picks, especially the ones that we agree on. But we are super super excited for next week. We have a challenger coming. We will definitely be putting out our picks against theirs, and we will see who will come on top. If anybody wants to challenge, the Octagon boys are here, and we will give it out. We are ready for anybody who's out there. We are super excited to see what happens next weekend and super excited to see what happens this weekend with the card. I'm so happy that all of you guys continue to listen to us because we definitely work super hard to bring you guys all these breakdowns. And Yeah, ride with Speedy this weekend, though. Forget about Ali.
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll see man we'll see and the dog's gonna be barking
0: yeah it's an exciting card i'm excited for all these fights especially that main event um super excited to see what next weekend brings and thank you partner for another great episode
1: thanks for listening folks
0: till next time